Good morning, everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Girl Club. I got to tell you, for all of us um, here at, at Girl Club, for your, we, we're all here today, actually. You got all your regular crew, all the regular tribe is here at Girl Club this morning. Uh, Christina Reynolds, Christina Boudreaux, Nova Page. But before we bring the girls in and really get started, I, I, I got to tell you that I think for each and every one of us, the second we hear the, the music, the intro music start, it begins to lighten a load that we bring uh, to our week and we bring right here to the table to just leave it at the Lord. We are real girls having real talk about real issues and seeking to apply our real faith and seeking to help you grow in applying your real faith as you walk out your life with the Lord. Um, we've got people listening all over the world. And so I want to give some shout outs, but first I want to get my tribe in. I need my girls. So everybody welcome singer, songwriter, pastor, teacher, evangelist, awesome sister in Christ, Nova Page. Hey, Nova. Hey. Hey, everybody. Good, Good to see everyone. Good, Good to see you Good morning. Thank you for the music. Us. Yes. On the music, yeah, by the way. The, the music. <laughs> right. And thanks for kicking us off in prayer. That really like uh, really helped for me this morning. You guys, we started Girl Club. We hadn't been with you yet live, but uh, already we were praying in in prayers. So that just means it's Monday and it's time to start a week. And I need a reset. So, and we get it right here, which always makes me uh, really happy. Joining us also this morning is Christina Reynolds, another singer, songwriter, awesome teacher, evangelist, <laughs> friend, mom, wife. Yay! It's good to see you, CR. Good morning. Oh, I made it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good morning. That's how we all feel. And 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 then our our little sister in the tribe. And I just got to tell you that Christina Boudreaux, most of you know, and and I know you get so impacted by her in so many ways. She is just she's representing the single chicks around the world, but she's also representing the anointed, uh, God loving. I mean, serious evangelical. You're such a great teacher and evangelist CB. And I just love how you make God alive in all of your stories. And, uh, and I've been able to make you laugh this morning as usual, which is good. <laughs> so everybody, how you doing? Doing great. We're here. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy, happy Monday. You know, I just wanted to give some shout outs because Anna, um, Anna, who you guys don't see on screen, but is very much a part of what's happening with us here on screen. Um, she's got uh, some comments in from viewers all over the world. And I love this. So not only are we live in the US, but we're also live in the UK, which I knew that. And I knew that we were live with viewers in South Africa, which that kind of makes sense because I have a big tie to South Africa and to the UK. But I did not know that we have Girl Club crew members now in Russia, Australia, France, Brazil, and Canada. So, yeah, Canada, Nova's representing the Canadian My contingency. People. Your people, people. Your people. people. What do you call the Canadians? Yes. The, are, is it Canuck? The Canucks. The Canucks, the Canucks are in the house. Not. Yes. I said that wrong. <laughs> Canucks. Yes. Canucks. Oh, hey, my dad's French Canadian. Yeah, well, okay. So maybe he's got okay. someone watching. Oh, and Liberia, which is awesome. Do you uh -huh. know what? You know, there's a lot of Christians, a lot of believers in Liberia. I, I don't. Is I Liberia? Don't, Liberia is uh, well. I won't say it's a part of Africa, but I'm going to pull it up because I want to get it right. 
Um, it sounds like it's part like by like Antarctica or something. I don't know. No, 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 no. It's 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 definitely mm. it's it's it, it's a country in West Africa. I didn't want to awesome. say it was part of Africa because it's its own country, but it is officially a country in West Africa. And I like their flag, so I pulled up their flag. Look how cool their flag! Oh, is. awesome! Kind of looks like Ooh. the U.S. Yeah, it kind of looks like the U.S. flag, except it's got a big star. And because we're cis stars here, I like the star. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, cis stars in Christ. So, oh my goodness, guys, there's already some comments coming in in the chat. So let's just say good morning. Oh, hi, Miche. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Power of a Virtuous Woman is here. Salumbra, good morning, Pastor. Well, she's saying good morning, Pastor, to me. Thank you for that. Um Looking forward to fellowship today. Much needed. Yes, much needed. Uh, happy Holy Week. We have a comment from Happy Holy Week. It is the Holy Week. That's right. You guys, on top of the fact that we show up here Monday morning and we need Jesus to start our week, Easter Sunday is coming. Mm. Yeah, well, the, we celebrate Palm the resurrection. Sunday yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Palm, Palm Sunday, Sunday was yesterday. So, yeah. yeah. We, we, we celebrate all things Resurrection Day uh, this yeah. week. And um, it is really interesting, the conversation that we've been having the last few weeks here about the large contingency of Christians who truly love Jesus and truly just ain't feeling church. Um, so I think that it's really interesting that this conversation intersects here uh, in Resurrection Week because... Jesus loves his bride and the church is his bride. And he died for the church. He died for us, uh, for us believers all over the world. And he, he died for everyone, believer and unbeliever around the world. But I, I feel fortunate to be a believer because I know that we're in that group that actually really does acknowledge and understand what the resurrection is all about and what his death on the cross was all about. And as we go through this week, you know, Palm Sunday really begins to kick off a lot of things uh, on the, on the path throughout the passion, you know? Um, and if you don't understand a lot of these things, I, I'm going to encourage you to watch the passion of the Christ, Mel Gibson's film. That one always, always gets me. We watch it every year at this time, you know, but um, how are you guys? How's the week starting off? We've been having some interesting conversations and um, I, I'm curious to know if it, any of you has any sort of recap on the conversation because um, I want to start moving today into how we how we help people love church again when leaders have dropped the ball. Many leaders have dropped the ball. You know, many haven't, but many have. CB. So um, I'm not gonna explain details because it's still kind of fresh, but I had situation recently no recently where um a ball was dropped you know in this area in my life and um it was you know something that I experienced and it was a a place that I was going to to get fed you know like basically um like a like a bible study I was going to to get fed and especially as you do as my ministry schedules like amping up like I leave for tour at the end of this month for a week and a half in northern california I get back for a few days and then I leave for Mexico for another week and a half on tour. And for me, because our, like, we're going back to the cartel neighborhoods, you know, like, but, and for me, like when you're in like a battle season, like when I 
when I go somewhere to, um, to recharge, you know, what, and like, or, or, you know, especially coming, it's like coming back from war, right? Like you, I need a safe place for me to take off my armor and to really be vulnerable, you know, and to be undone before the Lord. That's a very sacred space for me. Like that's a space that I usually only get undone. Um, Cause you're like exposing wounds. You you're going to, I'm like on my face before the Lord. And I usually do that in my house, but I was going to this Bible study and uh, basically there is, you know, something that happened. I won't get into details too, but I'm no longer going to that Bible study. And it really uh, showed me, that it there was um a situation that i encountered where um i was deeply hurt and disrespected by someone that was under the leadership of this bible study and the leadership didn't um didn't step in and correct it while it was happening there was an apology that took place by the person that directly hurt me but it made me look at the person heading it up and i was like you're not a shepherd protecting your sheep right now you know, at this Bible study, even something as small as a Bible study where I go to be undone before the Lord. And so, um, and so I just think with anything, you know, just like, and this is like very vulnerable for me to share, you know, so I'm not sharing details. It's just, you know, it is what it is. But for me, like when a shepherd doesn't protect uh, the sheep from even one of the sheep dogs who, because sometimes the sheep dogs generally can, um, can either, enforced in a positive way or negative way but this sheep dog was kind of more like kind of biting the, the neck of the sheep you know and not like loving the sheep and it was just it was just not a good situation mm-hmm. and my spirit was crushed you know and basically the lord like spoke to me and was just like that's not a place where i want you to go to get filled right now because the truth is i have some of the most amazing um i have some of the most amazing people in my life like, you know, I, I'm surrounded by the most amazing team of whosoever's, you know, like Ryan Reese, Sonny Sandoval, like our whole whosoever crew. I have some amazing men surrounding me, some amazing people. And so sometimes there are situations where when I look at that situation and the study I was going to, and it wasn't anything I was super really grounded in or super committed to. I was like, you know, maybe in this ministry season, I could just go there to get fed because it's a safe place for me. It's a it's a small space. And I love that. But I was like, you know what, that space is not a reflection of my worth of what I know I'm worth and what I what I know that I believe to be valued by because I'm I'm so valued and and respected and honored by my like whosoever team for me to go to a space where they're like where it's not there. And it's not like I'm demanding that. It's just one of those things where it's like, I look at the shepherd. I'm like, sorry, man, like you lost that. Like you lost my trust. Like I'm not going to be a sheep up in your sheepfold if you're not if you're not protecting and if you're not checking your sheepdogs and if you're not, cause what happened like was just, it, I'm not going to get into details, but it was gnarly. And so I'm just like, no dude. So last week I didn't go to this Bible study. I stayed at home. I, you know, did um, my own Bible studies. I went through some sermons by some amazing pastors from the East coast. And my soul was filled, you know, and I have fellowship still in my life. I still have community in my life. I still have an amazing church. Like I love my church. I go to Godspeed Calvary in Thousand Oaks. I have an amazing community there. And so this Bible study was really just like on top. It was like an addition to what I already have in my life, you know? Yeah. And so I just, but how I pressed past that was that I was able to look at the situation and say, you know what? My pastor in my life is Ryan Reese. 
and Ryan in my life has been nothing but loving and caring and supportive. And so is my whosoever guys. That is a reflection of what a shepherd is in my life. Mm. This other situation wasn't a reflection of how my pastor and shepherd treats me. So I'm not going to put myself underneath that, you know? And so sometimes when people have been hurt by church or are being hurt by church, there sometimes does have to be a shift where you have to say, okay, am I a sheep that needs to be in that sheepfold right now? Because if you're being like not taken care of or lovingly like guided by the shepherd and the sheepdogs, and you're getting hurt, you should probably not be in that situation. Yeah. And you need to go to a place where it's like, and for me, when I go places, it's like, bro, I'm posted up in the back, dude. Like, I don't need anything from nobody. But the situation, even when I didn't need anything from nobody, was just like way out of line. And I was like, sorry, bro, like I'm out, you know? And so there is oftentimes a healthy shift people have to make and that's okay. And so that's just where I know Chris and Christina Reynolds, we've talked about that, like healthy mm-hmm. shifts. Like sometimes you just have to make a move. For me, it was a Bible study, but it's, but it didn't keep me from going to be a part. Cause I go to God speak Calvary. That's like my church. Like I still go to church. I am still a part of community. I'm still a part of everything else. This Bible study was like icing on the cake, you know? And so it just happens and it's church stuff will continually happen by, you know, You will continually be hurt by people in the body, but you can't allow that to mark you and keep you from staying focused, you know? So I think it's so so good. And I think it's actually, uh, I think it's actually hilarious because so you've been on tour. So you've kind of been in and out the last few weeks as we've been having these conversations about church and just, you know, the, 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 the large number of Christians that, love Jesus, but really don't want anything to do with church. They've been wounded by church. They've had bad experiences. They, they see hypocrisy. There's something that pulls them back from stepping through the doors. And, and we've had Roger on a couple of times um, talking about this, just a real deep scriptural dive into, you know, what church really is, what it means to be a church and to function as a church. Some people are finding girl club to be their church, but you know, there's certain things that are a part of the scriptural function of a church that we can't do right here. Um, one of one of those is, uh, you know, baptisms. You know, we can't. Well, we, we although although I kind of argue with Roger that maybe we could like if everyone, you know, did girl club from their bathroom and we all chose one day and we're going to baptize a friend. I suppose we could. But there are some areas where it just falls short, you know, and it's not it's not church. So we've been talking about how to get everyone, you know, into a great church. And I just think that you here along comes CB. And I think your comments are so perfect for um, today, you know, for everything that we've been talking about, because I do find you to be this really great example of someone that can make a healthy shift, does not hesitate to make a healthy shift, but still loves and supports the church community recognizes the importance of your church community. And I do think you are right to recognize the steward, the, you know, what a great leader is because the whosoever's is such an incredible movement. And it is really led by some incredible young men of God, young men and women of God. And um, there is great uh, shepherding going on there. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I know you guys probably have some comments, Nova and Christina, so I would, I'd love to hear them, but yeah, I mean, I think you hit a lot on the head CB. 
I think I'm just constantly amazed at you, Christina, just your maturity as you work yes. out like pain and like injustice done against you or against others. Like not, not that you're ever passive or like, Oh, it's all good. But I really do see the transformation over the last year or so of you going, mm-hmm. wow, I've been afflicted, but no, I'm not a victim. I'm courageous. I'm going to rise up. But the rising up is within is under the covering of my father. You know, it's so it's just, it's, I love it because I, it, that's why I called you. I called her because I was going through a similar situation and I just getting to hear your wisdom of like, ah, oh, it sucks, but, but listen, it's going to get better. You know, I just love that you are, you are, I love that you hold this. You're like this paradox of like a 15 year old, like the excitement and the childlike faith of like a 15 year old. And like, I'm going to stick fries up my nose and like hang out, hang out with my girls to like, 3am at like in and out. And then at the flip side, you're, you're mentoring and shepherding people through massive trauma. So I just want to, I just want to, I'm really proud of you. Um, I, I, I I second that. It's (laughs) it's like 100%. You are such a gem. Um, But for me this week, it's in a different way. It's actually interesting. I didn't even think about it until you ask and be like, what, how, what's the, what, what's your little recap of like last week? It's so funny. I barely slept one day was so, of course I was on edge. Everything annoyed me. The wind was blowing hard and it, it annoyed me. I was like, oh, mm. why is the wind blowing in my face? Next thing you know, I was getting triggered left and right about like dumb things about like past church leadership issues. And it was so bad that we just drove by the building and I was like so angry. I was like, what is going on? And my husband was just like, for one, you need to take a nap, you need a sandwich Two, like, <laughs> like you need to realize that this is sandwich just revealing sandwiches and a nap is you can't just live off a of co- coffee, you know, contrary to popular belief. But, um, but then, but you, <laughs> I haven't had mine yet. No, but, but, uh, uh water and lemon. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this but is real coffee. What? Nova's on a real coffee. This is real. Oh, coffee. I'm about to have one after this. Yeah, but um, but he was just going like Christina. You realize, yes, you are tired. Yes, you need to eat. Yes, you need to drink some more water. But like, it's just revealing that there is like another layer of unforgiveness that you have. And and he was like, and honestly, you, you like you need to work through that. Because you can't just discount an entire group of people because one or two people failed. This is like, it's unfair. And I was like, you're right. And mm-hmm. I have to like, so you know what? We got burgers and fries. And I sat there eating my burger and fries. And I was like, oh, God, I released them. I forgive. <laughs> but, but like, but oh, honestly, though, my point in saying this is that like when I talked to Christina, it was like last year when I was really, and and even when the beginning of this pain was starting, I had talked to Nova like six months before that. And then in between that, I talked to Cynthia where I was just like, I don't know what to do with this rage. I don't know what to do with it. Cause there, there it happens when, when you like break apart from like a church or something, or when you yeah. feel that pain is you, it's almost like an identity crisis. Cause they're almost, you know, they're, yeah. they're your family and to go, yeah. well, you, I can't just cut my mother off or just cut yeah. my brother off. I guess you could, yeah. but it's painful. And, um, and then, so I feel like this week, even I was able to walk in some mm. funny comedic, but like legitimate, like even like another step of forgiveness into going, mm. wow, I don't want to take away or discredit them because God is moving in them. And 
my husband, who's very wise, was just like, he's like, Christina, I, it's not that what they did to you was, was not wrong or, 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 or that it was okay, but God is using them. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want is for you to go against God's will because you can't get over this one thing. And I was like, oh, <sighs> crap. Because I, at the end of the day, my prayer really is that I want to be in agreement with what God wants to do. And if that means he chooses this person, that person, this group, that group, I don't want to go against his leadership because I don't know anything just because I can't get over or not get over that. I can't work through the pain of forgiveness, you know? So that was, that was kind of a little eye opener for me in the midst of my crankiness. This week. And it's so interesting, Christina, because it really is like this, all of the pain is just truthfully, it's part of our transformation. It's right. like we transition in our life. You know, there's a transition in our twenties and thirties and our 40s and 50s, and then our 60s and 70s, there's these like, but then in between those big chunks of our life, there's all these small things. And it's true. Like we just, it's just working out all our salvation. That's all that this is about. And it's interesting because, you know, I think those are the times, like when I look at you, I'm like, God, that's the times when you've taken her deeper and then you're going to take her wider, like just deep and wide like that you know that little song there's a fountain flowing deep and wide like you know god is doing something deep in you and um it's really honestly for me i'm watching you as my sweet little sister just you carry such grace and such kindness even as you share and i'm like you've been through a lot of really hard things within the church and God is causing you to, it's definitely not a waste. It's not a waste of your time for you to have like really gone deep in your intimacy with Christ. Like that is where all the good things are happening and it's for you and him. And, and then he, he shifts you and he moves you into like, you're, you are definitely, you know, in a time of deciding your contribution in this world, you're in that time in your life that you're like deciding what's my contribution, Lord? Like, what is it? And I think it happens to all of us in all the different stages, but you're in this beautiful space. So man, I, I think we've all, I kind of maybe also come from another perspective where I've definitely had experienced a lot of church hurt within the body, within um, leadership and whatnot. And, you know, currently my husband is pastoral overseer over quite a large organization. And he, he loves people. He wants people to be shepherded by, you know, all the pastors that he oversees. And the truth is sometimes your pastors just fall short. And so I come from this other perspective where it's like, man, I see, the weight of even being called a pastor. I see the weight of ministry and the weight of shepherd. Um, And I think too, like as leaders for us to really help the shepherds understand this is such a huge responsibility. And I think some of that has been lost in the church. It's the weight of that that's been lost where it's like, it's, it's a calling and it's an honor and a privilege to be a shepherd. And so when shepherds have mishandled their sheep, you know, who is calling them out? And I think that's part of even what my husband is doing now is he oversees many pastors. He's 
like he has to call those into account. And you know what, you guys, that's a hard job too. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. hard. So it's like I, and, and yet as somebody who has been in leadership in the church in different spaces, I have been super disappointed by shepherds who no one cared that they mistreated the sheep. No one, no one really, it didn't matter to them. And so I, it, this is, it still yeah. continues to be really challenging, you know, and there are always, there's always another side to all of this, you know, and mm. I know that this is a role thing too. We're talking roles and how we've been treated and how the roles of, you know, um, sh- shepherds and pastors have maybe hurt us or, uh, and their roles haven't been fulfilled. And maybe they just wanted to be up on a stage and be a speaker and not a shepherd pastor. Mm, right. Uh, so I, I don't know, well, like, well, it, you, you know what, Nova, to jump in, you, you know, you make a good point. And Christina, you, you illustrated the point when you were like, you know, you spoke up at your Bible study and you're not going back. And um, it, it's interesting. I'm watching the comments coming in and, you know, I love Scott's comment. Of course, he says he can't imagine anybody could crush uh, CB. She's such a strong woman. It, true that. True that. Mm. True that. And mm-hmm. then I, I also love just the power of a virtuous woman makes a comment and it really goes right here. I, I'd love to unpack this. Sometimes that's hard because we don't want to admit we're hurt by the elders, but it's very necessary to speak up about it. So they see where they were wrong. How necessary Mm -hmm. is it for us to go to the leaders of these churches, the leaders of these groups, um, and actually say to them, Hey, look, I just want to bring something to your attention. Now you're not responsible for them listening or not. And, and their heart condition and their teachability is something that really only God really can control. But I do think at least I think that going to leaders and pointing out their wrong is an act of love. I mean, you go in the right spirit. It is. I, I do. I agree that it is. It is. Yes. yes. And if you remember, I got a letter once from, um, I think it was uh, Pinu from one of the, one of our regulars. And you know what? And she was, she so lovingly came to me and said, you know, I think that this, this, and this, and I think maybe you were kind of off here or wrong here. And it, it was was probably something about, you know, you know, me voicing an opinion on something. And, and I read it and she was right. You know, she was really right. But the spirit that she came to me and it was so beautiful. It was like, it was humble. It was loving, but she was my equal. You know what I mean? And I, and I was like, yeah, I could receive that. And I, I wrote her back and thanked her. And then I think we may have talked about it later here on girl club, but I do think, and I find that I expect a lot of leaders to have my, see, my heart condition is I'm not, I'm not much vested in anything. If I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I just want to say I'm wrong and grow and keep it moving. So, that's so good, Cynthia. You so know, good. but a lot of leaders are, they're real vested in being right and yeah. being the boss and being it, the man. It, that's right. And, and to be honest with you, Cynthia, and again, I'm just speaking from my husband's point of view and his experience, yeah. but it has been so refreshing for him when he says, Hey guys, like, 
all of you pastors and all of the staff, like, here's my cell phone number. Here's my email. Like, don't email, just call me. Just if there are things that you have questions about, just completely open-handed. What's really painful. And this is something that we all have to learn. We have to learn how to have courageous conversations. Mm, And, you know, I, I do believe that people don't go to pastors to call them out because they're so afraid of what, of, that thing, Cynthia, not being able to take any criticism. So when you, when you put yourself out there and you say, I'm here, I can take criticism. Tell me, like, tell me what's going on. We are, we want to be open. And then you go like this to them once they, once they share, then you've just, you've met like people don't trust that. But when Mm -hmm. you're open-handed and you go, I want to know, tell me, and then working through it. But here's the thing that I know about. And again, this is coming from a different standpoint, just what I watch my husband been go through okay so like there's always right three sides to every story his side her side god's whole side right his he sees it all but like from his vantage point he's like nova i can't walk around making sure everybody's okay with everybody else if you if people have a problem all i can do is say please come to me what's what's really hard is when people aren't honest and they're like yeah yeah cool 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 but then they go and slander behind Mm. you know so it's so important for us to learn how to have courageous conversations. Now, if a, if a shepherd is out of line and other shepherds know it, we just, we have to really do Matthew 18. Like, and I know this is, you know, uh, really hard for people sometimes because they don't want to face it. Uh, but I, I think we have to learn to have those conversations and I'm um, not just run away. And I, I do appreciate what you um, you know, what all of you have really shared over the course of our conversations, like when we've had hard things happen, we have the hard conversations and then we can't run around making sure everybody's okay with our decision to maybe leave or to do something Mm -hmm. different, you know? And then of course, Christina Reynolds, like you shared, just like not allowing that root of bitterness to take over. And I love your husband's wisdom. It's like, that's amazing. Like, let's let this, let's let that part go. So yeah, I've, I, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard because, you know, I do think about the times when I've had to go to a shepherd, um, maybe when my husband wasn't a past, um, an overseer and it wasn't received at all by me. And then I was left broken. You guys like, Mm -hmm. honestly, Christina, like Reynolds, like you have been broken. It's like, man, that was, that was so painful. It's hard when you don't, when you come and you're so vulnerable and then it's not accepted. It's, they say it's accepted, but then Mm -hmm. they're like, Ooh, you're trouble. We're going to put you in the corner over there. We're not, we're going to just, but well, to your face will be, you know, super nice. But really we're detaching from you. And that's, I think that is the sad loss that many of us have experienced in the church. And that is worth grieving not staying in and rooted in that, but we grieve the loss of that because if that has been our family, that has been people that we trusted and that is the hard part. And, and, and yet I still say over, over maybe my experiences that the bride is still worth it. Oh yeah. I mean, and that listen, there's so much, first of all, you guys, your comments are incredible. Um, I just want to acknowledge uh, Vanessa, 
uh, who just stumbled upon us live on Monday and you stuck and I'm happy that you're being blessed and welcome to Girl Club. Join the tribe, subscribe, be with us from this point forward because um, we definitely keep it real around here. And, you know, I got to tell you, I love this power of virtuous woman, your comment, Proverbs 27, 5. Better is an open rebuke than hidden love. And it, it is, it, and I, you know what, honestly, I try to do both. I try never to hide my love. I try to tell people, I love you. You're great at this. I love when you do that and to call forth that vision of greatness. But I do believe this is so correct and spot on. We've got to also though, go to them and say, this is wrong. And especially I think if we're getting ready to make a healthy move. I think one of those powerful things we can do is go to someone and say, listen, I've been a member here for five years, 20 years, one year, 10 days, whatever it's been. I'm not going to be coming back. I I just want you to know I'm going to pray for you. And I want you to know why I'm not coming back, because I think that whether you receive it or not, the only way for you to grow and to become a better leader and shepherd is for those of us who decide don't want to be here to come and talk to you truthfully. And Cynthia, though, can I ask a question? And I know yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but could yeah. you, would you think it would be, and I'm just throwing it out there because this is real conversation. And because we've had yeah. these things happen. Yes. My, my husband has said to people, I, I wish you would have just come to me so we could work on this together. So it's right. like, it, you know, it's hard because the timing of it's like, you're going to tell me everything's wrong and then you're splitting. Could you come right. to me in the middle of it so that we can work together and we can, I yes. can honor you and I can process you through this. And again, I'm still just coming from that leadership standpoint where and I'm not protecting the leaders that have done wrong. Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is give your leaders a chance to be failures Yes. Give them yes. a chance to be failures yeah. and see what they do with it. Because yeah. your so being truthful and honest can so help good. your leadership grow. If they really want to grow deep and wide, then that will help them grow. And yeah. I and I come as a leader just pleading that people would so be open good. and honest. And you guys, it has been painful. It yeah. has been painful when people have come, both Ricky and I and said, You're not writing this, you're not writing this. And we're like, okay. Let's make it right. Let's yeah. make it right. But that's such a mic drop, Nova. Give your that's leaders so a good. chance to be failures. It's true because right. they're human. Yeah. They're, they're human. human. And, and if you put them up here, oh, they're going right. to fail. They're going to yeah. fall. And you're going to be right. so disappointed so over, good, and Nova. over and over. Yeah, so it's good. true. Right. It's true. And that's where we as that's where we as the sheep, recognize that while someone is a shepherd, that someone is not better than us or higher than us. That just means that's what they're called to. God has given them a flock of which you may be a part of, but in that you're still an equal. And that's why, Mm -hmm. you know, you got it. Like, like uh, uh, Vanessa, I love, I love your comment. You know, uh, uh, you were recognizing something here. Uh, Let me go back here. Let's just really quickly. I had a pastor who called himself one of the sheep. This is Vanessa's comment. I was a brand new Christian and I knew this was incorrect. I thought to myself, that's not right. You're shepherding us. We're the sheep. And see, I get you're you're right in there in that you were recognizing that you were going to this person and they were in the role of shepherd. So they needed to act, you know, correct about the role that they themselves had put on and, and they were there to shepherd you. I also want you to to recognize, and, and you probably already do, is that while they were the shepherd, 
they still needed to have people that were shepherding them. So what mm-hmm. you also need to do, if you can, is make sure that your leaders and that the people that you're sitting underneath have people that also shepherd them. Like I, like my, my husband and certain other leaders can call me on a phone and go, okay, uh-uh, you, you, I want you to read this and this. You may want to back this opinion down. And then, and, and sometimes even us with each other, that's why I love Grow Club because I always say, right, we're iron sharpening iron. This fellowship is for us to be, be accountable to each other. Look, I was going off the rails this morning, you guys, before we started. And, and of course, I, when I go off the rails, it is often, it's the entertainment committee of one for Christina Boudreaux. So she was laughing. <laughs> so she's going off the rails laughing. And the two of us were just off the rails. And then Nova you went with such a gentle leadership quality that you had. Okay, girls, let's pray. And when you prayed, it just brought, mm. it just brought me, it brought me to tears because I could realize the areas I was wrong and going off the rails about a business thing and my husband and blah, blah, blah. And then it brought the calm and the trust in because oftentimes when we feel off the rails, it's just because we're, we're feeling anxious, insecure, and and worried and scared and fear false evidence that appears real simply edges god out ego and gets us into ego we don't want to be there right so um i just do want to make this next i really want to read this next comment because i think it is so it's so good um dr p prez hi ladies just a question is there maybe a difference in how ladies in ministry receive courageous conversations? Love that you call it courageous conversations, Nova, versus how males do. Just asking, absolutely not starting a gender war. <laughs> that is that. such a good question because literally 45 minutes ago, I was so knee deep in it that I was like, I just hate the way that men, they can't multitask and think like us. <laughs> My husband is that man. And um, Scott, I hope you get a kick out of this for this com- this part of the conversation. But it, you know, I do women process. I look. I think men and women are different. I think that courageous conversations can be processed in some ways better by women. In some ways, depending on the woman, may be worse. May so I don't know. This is a good one because I've had women receive things in a bad way. I've had women receive things much easier than a man. I think if you're a strong woman, it could be intimidating maybe mm-hmm. to, to men. So I definitely, I definitely fall into this different way that I might deliver a criticism to a man, mm. you know? Oh, interesting. Um, right. And that's probably not correct. Right. Because uh, no, I think that's smarter. You're probably walking wisdom. No. I would just talk to anybody the same way. Cause I have like zero filter. Yeah, no, but I try I'm, to filter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. Think it's smarter for sure. But I, but I do think that like it's maybe less about. I don't know because I haven't experienced as much gender inequality as you ladies have. But I, I, I feel like it's less about gender from my experience, more about like it's like their mindset. Like, are they like are the people who are like fixed where they're like, this is it. This is who I am. It's all you know. This is my status. This is my worth. Whereas people who are like wanting to grow and who are open-minded and have this growth mindset are way more like open to criticism in general, like from what I've experienced with different people around me. 
Yeah. And Miche makes a great point. It depends on how the courageous conversation is delivered. You guys, that's True. it for life. Courageous conversations. I just love that, Nova. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're we are going yeah, to be encouraging. So we did so good. We're going to be encouraging each other and all of you to have courageous conversations in every area of your life. Because honestly, do you know what I have found as a believer? If I go to someone in a spirit of love, yeah, even when they're really closed and usually can't receive criticism well, they at least they're disarmed, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah. If you won't go there and participate in their ego, their defensiveness, maybe their excuses, if you won't go there with them, like if you see some flesh coming in and you just stay in spirit and you just deliver it, I do think, I do think it's part of what we're supposed to contribute when we're sheep in a group, you mm -hmm. know? And I do think that shepherds have a responsibility to listen I got to tell you, I had, I had to have a very hard conversation with my son last week. And I, and I, and I just stated everything that I felt. And then he stated what he felt, but because I went to him from a place of wisdom, instead of my place of mm -hmm. panic and love yeah. and attack or, or also criticism, you know, like mm -hmm. I have a 29 year old who is 99% like amazing. So Oftentimes as a mom, though, I can look at the 1% and focus on that and pick at that. And it's like, why are you doing that? Celebrate him for the 99% that he is and then give your opinion on the one, but trust that the 99 is always going to mature the one, right? And so when I go to him like that, he was able to go, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I think you're going to feel differently about this and this though. And I hear you and I love you. And and, and I know my son, man, he will process and think deeply and pray deeply into things. And so we have a responsibility as leaders, as parents, as colleagues at work, as team leaders of anything to actually consider who we're speaking to and try to deliver yes. the information based That's on really who good. they are. Yeah, no, that's really I, good. I agree with you. I and, and I will try to keep this short because I know that we're running. Um, no, probably. we're good. We're good. We're okay. But yeah. you know this this whole topic has come very close to home in regard to my son, and we'll just call it the shepherd over a certain area of his life. So this is, you know, I, I can't speak too much about it because it's it's quite it's quite the situation, but, um, he went to this shepherd shared information that had come to him regarding the sheep, um, really gnarly things. And he said, Hey, I, I don't want to go above you. I want to have this conversation. Here's, you know, you have to remember he's talking to a 40 something year old man and here he is this 21 year old young kid and he's mm -hmm. coming with maturity and grace and is like, listen, this, this happened, this happened. I want to partner. This is what he's saying to a 40 something. I want to, I want to, sorry. I'm so sorry. My phone just went okay. off. Um, okay. he, he, he was like my, you know, I want to partner with you. I really, I really don't want to go above you. I, I want to tell you first, because this is really important. And I want mm. you to know something. If this whole group that you shepherd, if we were in like a huge accident and everybody lost their lives, are you guaranteed that these people are like, 
know Christ and are walking with Christ. Like I'm here to partner with you and I, I want to help. And there were some really gnarly things within the leadership of this group that my son found out. And it is gnarly, you guys. Wow. And my, my son, you know, uh, this, this shepherd, you know, kind of came to the whole group and said, Hey, this guy has shared this. I just want you guys to know there's going to be some changes or whatever. So Elisha's like, you know, he's waiting for the changes. Some, some gnarly things continue to happen. And he sits back to me and goes, what do I do now? Because I've had the conversation. I took it straight to the person, you know, and I've seen no changes. And he goes, this isn't about me getting, uh, you know, anything back. This was just all about me going, Hey, let's partner. And, and then all he sees is this very corrupt stuff, corrupt. And he's like, what do I do now, mom? You know? And I'm like, I know the Holy, and this is where as a mom, you know, again, like, I'm just like, the Lord needs to show you. I could tell you what to do, but I believe the Holy Spirit's already showing you what to do next. And you got to be obedient to that. But, you know, here's the thing. Does this change that, you know, has he lost hope in Jesus? He really hasn't because he knows who he is. He's rooted. So us as believers within Christ, within the church, we have to be like you always say, Cynthia, be rooted in our identity. When these things happen, this is part of our transformation process to go, okay, Holy Spirit, what next? What do we do now? And how do we walk with you, Jesus, in this? How do we do this and honor you and honor the people around us at the same time and become who you have called us to be in the body and not run away from, you know, um, the hard stuff? Because we're right. becoming something in the process of all this. We're becoming uh, so who God has called wow. us to be. Wow. And, wow. And I want that for my son so bad. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, I, out of all of this, I don't need you to be a superstar in what you do. Man, but I want you to continue to keep and hold on to your character and do the right thing, even when you're hated. Even when, wow. you know, this whole group of people are like, well, this man told everybody they had this conversation with him. Now, you know, everybody kind of, you know, is like bummed on my son. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Stay the course and do what's right. Yeah. Do the yeah. right thing. And the right thing is to speak to the leader. It doesn't, we're responsible, not for them, we're responsible to them though. He was responsible to say what he said, but yeah. he's not responsible for what this guy does. Now, right. now right. he has to have right. the other courageous conversations and bring in the other leader to take it to the next step. Right. I know that, right. but I'm like, wow. I got to let him figure that out. Right. And this, these are right. not, these are not easy things as young people to have to mm. walk through this. And no. we should, you know, we should be able to expect more from our leaders. You guys, we should be able to expect more yeah. from our shepherds and our leaders. Yeah. We should, but yeah. only where they're going to grow is if we're honest with them and say, listen, yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. Let's be truthful. We can be compassionate, uh, yeah. but we have right. to be truthful. Yeah, yeah, Nova Breach. Hurt. Yeah. It's going to no, hurt. It is. It is because nine times out of 10, what may hurt is that they may not listen. They may yeah. not put into it. They may not put into effect what you've said, but the one thing that will happen and it's happened to me in my life, someone may come and say, you know, the, 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 the girl club mug can, can carry water. I may not choose to put water in it. And then Three, and, and, and the person who gave me that may leave and say, I'm going to take my mug because she's not going to use it for the water. Oh, well. And then three yeah. years later, someone else will come along and say the girl club mug, you know, can carry water. And then I'm sort of like, 
mm, I'm not really going to use it. I don't, you know, so they leave and take it. Eventually, maybe it's five years, 10 years, because a lot of people waste a lot of time just hearing the Lord because they're not humble. They're not open to rebuke and criticism. They think they've arrived as a leader fully formed. And that's not necessarily always true. Um, you know, and Salumbra said it so perfectly back in one of the comments. I feel that sometimes leaders can't lead because they don't know how. They think That's they right. have it all together, but they really need leading themselves. And it's hard for all of us to think of it that way because there are leaders. So true. And we've got to remember they're just people and leaders need to remember they're just people. Because the reality is, if it takes me five years and someone comes, now I'm failing and I'm not successful at what I need to be successful for. CB had to pop off you guys and run to um, some uh, an appointment this morning. But if I'm not having success, all of a sudden I may go, you know, five people through the years have told me that the girl club mug can carry water. <laughs> and, 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 and then I may go, well, let me pour some water in it. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there going, wow, it could have carried water all this time. And hopefully what happens is I'm now repentant because I realize that I ran over a lot of comments and feedback that that were delivered from the right place. And even if they, even if they look right is right, even if it's not delivered in love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right? Like my enemy could come and tell me, I don't like you. And I, and, and I think that it's stupid the way you run over baby animals. Are they wrong? If it, are they wrong if I'm actively running over baby animals? Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. right. Like, you know, and like, that's where <laughs> wisdom comes in. I think that's where like us being discerning and asking God for wisdom. Like yeah. we, like we have to, and, and quite honestly, and not to bring it back to my son, whom I, whom I love and adore do it, and do it, he's not do the it. perfect kid, but good. he, you know, we asked him the other night, he was just kind of crushed by all this. He goes, man, you guys, it doesn't seem to make a difference if I do the right thing. Just doesn't mm. seem to make a difference. Well, and I said, son, God is forming you and transforming you. And my goodness, your competency and your character are equal. And so when God chooses if, when he directs your path to where he really wants your most meaningful contribution to be in this world, mm-hmm. you're going to be ready for it, my love. That's and I think right. that's the part that is so hard to understand as a young person. And that's why it's, it's just so hard. And, and, and I said, can we pray for you? And he looked at us and he goes, you guys, all I need is for you to pray for wisdom for me. I just need wisdom. Yeah. And so that's yeah. all we prayed for his sister, his dad, and myself. We just sat and we prayed for wisdom. And mm. that is, that is honestly, I sat back and I go, can someone pray for me for wisdom too? Can I get on his, I want to be on that train. And, yeah. and I think as, as yeah. leaders, um, and then also, you know, sh- sheep, like the, the body is just wisdom is just kind of everything in these conversations. Yeah. Not yeah. being a phony or a fake, but really just asking right. like, I want to be wise in this. What does wisdom say about right. this? Right. Right. Can I, oh, can I just say though, like, yeah. like touching on what you said earlier, Nova, about how all of this is just the process of transformation and being able to transition to the next thing or the next thing and how he uses everything that we go through. Right. So I'm even thinking from what you're saying from the perspective of leadership to the perspective of like the sheep, the followers or whatever, like 
each side, well, for one, the leader having to take criticism is just going to help them grow. The, the sheep having to walk through forgiveness, to forgive a person and then cry out for wisdom. Is that not like the first Psalm or the second Psalm or proverb? to cry out for wisdom how else yeah. would we be crying out for these things well, we weren't put in situations the, that we needed the first it. it's like the first five chapters of proverbs basically tells right. you get wisdom get wisdom seek wisdom right. she's more precious than silver or gold there's nothing you can get in right. your life that is equal to wisdom and if you get wisdom godly wisdom you will achieve silver and gold like yeah you, you know yeah, but totally but there's, listen you guys but there's nothing worse than an unwise stupid rich person. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's yeah. the same as an unwise, stupid leader. I mean, cause you know, a person with a gift to speak can shepherd a flock of sheep right over a cliff. And that's really powerful because sheep really will follow the, their leader over a cliff, which means we really need to actively be sure that we are following shepherds that are following Jesus. Amen. Because Jesus will never lead Amen. us over a cliff. Amen. Okay. He leads us. He leads us by still waters. He leads us through green pastures. He leads us into wisdom. He leads us into blessing, grace, glory to glory to glory. So we've got to be really sure that we're following a shepherd who's following Jesus and a shepherd who's following Jesus. I'm sorry can receive your rebuke or your comment or criticism or questions when they're delivered from love. When you've sat down and you've prayed about how you want to go to that person or persons and, and say what you need to say. And if they don't receive it, brush your shoulders off and make a healthy change. If they're not willing to actually receive it and grow. And I'm, and I say that, and you guys, I got it. We got to deal with this, this other comment because it's important to, at this point in the conversation. Um, and it, it is so wise. And it's from Pamela Lee. Do you think that there are times that leaders aren't failures? They just different leadership styles that may not be the best fit for you. What do you think is a good indicator that it's time to move on? I definitely think we have to acknowledge that. Uh, that, that is, there, a, that's a big question. And it's, and there's truth in Pamela, there's truth in it because sometimes there are different leaders who have different leadership styles and maybe that style isn't a good fit for you, for me, for the next person, because some leaders can lead. I mean, I've, I've, because I, I've gone around and spoken in a lot of different churches, right. I, and, and, and so I've been exposed to a lot of different leadership styles and some leaders are just, they are, they're just hard on it. They're hard on it. Some leaders are, are more gentle you know, and they, they, they deliver things softly. This is why I'm not a big fan of rock star Christianity, where there's one person on the pulpit telling right. the entire body how it is. This is why girl club is not just me. It's me, Christina, Nova, and Christina, because the four of us, we're all so different in our delivery styles that I just feel like you can all be blessed a lot more because you can receive truth in a number of different ways through a number of different filters and experiences that might just resonate with your spirit more than just me saying something. And I think that it's important because humility, humility demands that I don't think that I'm the answer for everybody. So I just, right. I love this comment because I definitely think, thank you, Scott. We love you too. <laughs> I, I, de I definitely think that 
we've got to be real also. Maybe that leader's leadership style is just not for you. And maybe you need to make a healthy move because you need something a little different at this season of your life. And, you know. Yeah, I think too, Cynthia, there is there is something to be said about, you know, uh, if we're looking to a personality, then that's that we have to maybe sit back and like peel some layers off of ourselves and go, am I looking for a personality or am I looking for a a shepherd who understands disciples making disciples where we take mm-hmm. our eyes, like you said, off the one person. And, and we look at a leader who is really developing others there. The leader is actually coming back and, 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 and pushing others forward and giving them momentum and move to become leaders that we really need in the local church to lead and shepherd others. So I think, yes, there are leaders that are failures because there are leaders that morally fa- fail. So those, there are, fail there is so it's that there's that kind of failure um but then i also do think it is what are you looking for it, and then when we look in the word we're just like jesus says go and make disciples so if we're so if we're attracted to the hoopla then we have to peel back our own layers and go what am i really attracted to here what do right. i really want right. and we have to ask ourselves what do i want in the local church like what do i really want to be a part of what do i want to sow into what do i want to be a part of you know and if that leader is just like i want a bigger house then we probably need to go this probably isn't where i want to <laughs> where i want to sow my life into but if you see a leader who's like they genuinely, they may not get it right all the time for sure, but they generously have a heart to see other people grow and experience Christ and disciple others and not just saying stuff, but you watch their life and they're doing it. They may not be with you because they, they're only one person, but they're developing other leaders. So, and then it also in that same way to answer that last part of the question, I, and I don't know if you can put it back up there, but um, you know, about the time to leave or whatnot. Oh, yes. I mean, it, yes. Um, what do you think is a good in, indicator? A good, a good indicator for, for honestly, for my husband and I, when we've thought like, if there's something unethical and immoral, we're out. We will speak it yeah. and we're, we're gone. If we don't see unethical and immoral, we're like, okay, God, what, what can we, so, and, and again, it has to be for us, a church who is like wanting to make disciples, uh, um, a place where we know that we can contribute and there's value in the contribution. It doesn't mean everybody likes you. That That's not what that's right. about or right. whatever. But, but you want to be valued for your sure, contribution. Sure. Yeah. Of course. And you want, yeah. you want to be a contributor to the body you, you know, and so there, but there are times to leave. And honestly, the indicator is like, you just got to listen to, you got to get quiet and listen to the Lord on it. I don't know if, if, you know, if every time you go to church, everything's rubbing you the wrong way, then you just got to pray about that. Yeah. Lord, is this what it's about? Yeah. Show me, get me, yeah. you know, so I, I, right. I don't think there's an easy answer. I mean, do you guys think there's a, an easier answer to that? No, I, I, no. I agree with you, Nova, because I think you hit it as well. Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking to be entertained? Then right. maybe you would leave. It really depends on like right. what your non-negotiables are. Right. Like, like I, I don't, for me example, I, where I'm at in my life right now and in my faith walk, I cannot be at a church where I'm listening to a motivational speaker, where they're right. not teaching from the word, where they're trying to hype me up, 
that's an immediate I'm good <laughs> red flag. I'm walking right. out. That's just where I'm at. I'm not saying that right. they can't touch people, but like for me, I have my things where I'm like, these are non-negotiable off the bat. But like you said, if it's an issue of you've been there for a while, you've been fed. Yes. But like, if there's been immorality, I think that's huge. Yeah. But outside yeah. of that, I don't think the Lord, well, let, let me phrase it. I don't think it's good to be just kind of flippant with your choice of where you commit. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's one thing yeah. to, to jump in one Sunday and be like, oh, it's not really my vibe. But, mm-hmm. you know, after a few years or a few months being like, I just don't like his style anymore is a little, I, I think that's a little too flippant as well. Yeah. So ask well, the Lord, you know? Yeah. I, Christine, I think what you're saying, I, and I agree, it's like, you got, you want to prayerfully make the decisions because, right. you know, and when you invest in people, you know, cause we're there also to be a blessing, not just to take right. from the church. Right? right. So I think over to what you said, it's good to look for where you want to go in and, and where you want to be a blessing too, but then also you're investing. And so when you're investing, you want to feel like you've got a relationship enough with that pastor, that leader to where they value your contribution. And right. and even if they make a mistake, you can say to them, like, it's a human relationship, right? And in human right. relationships, we make mistakes all the time. But the immorality thing, it, you know, no, there are certain things where for me, look, it, I, it, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn uh, to mention the whole Hillsong scandal, because I, I didn't sure. realize that it's a it's a big documentary now. Yeah. Um, yeah. To me, that's a no, that's a no brainer. You know, you, you got a leader who's talking about, you know, sexual immorality while engaged in sexual immorality, or you have a movement that's closing its eyes to victims or what have you. And so, yeah, that's like a duh. The best thing to do in those situations is not to reward, you know, the wrong that's being done, but to, but to probably say, Hey, this is happening document, Hey, this is happening and then extricate yourself from harm, you know, um, and I, and I, I, I do want to say, I know Anna put the quote up there. I love Salumbra's quote. It's what we think we know already that often prevents us from learning. So even for all of you guys watching Girl Club, like I never want us to not learn and grow. And we are, we are always, we are four women who are committed to learning and growing and we're committed to being good shepherds and good teachers and good sisters in Christ to each and every one of you. So where you see things that we could do better or where you see things that you would like to happen more here um, in this gathering, please just drop us an email, drop us a message. Anna is really great about making sure she's grabbing and filtering everything because we want the girl club is your club. We are in this together. We are the body of Christ. We Amen. are brothers and sisters in Christ. And it, it, exactly what Vanessa, Vanessa commented earlier, we can't work properly without one another. We need each other, right? We need each other to do this thing and to be an effective body, an effective unit impacting the world around each and every one of us. And I just really want to want to just, uh, this may be an issue we have to save for next time. I know we've hit our hour, but Teresa writes, I had issue years ago where a married man, an elder was in love with me. It went on for years. His wife was on my case. I never stepped out of line. It was his issue and things are better now. Well, look, there's a classic example, you know, of something being wrong. And Teresa, it sounds like what you did was soldier through until it got better. And I just, 
I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Um, that is so sad. That is yeah. so, so sad that that had to go on and that he, I don't know if he was called into account. It sounds like it just kind of fizzled out. Um, but you're right. It was his issue. And the thing is he should have been taken out of being an elder. And so that is on the, the leadership of the church to have taken him out yeah. of his post of being an elder. Yeah. Uh, that is, that's a, that's a big deal. And so that's where, you know, we're so responsible as leaders to do the right thing, even when it hurts the organization. Cause guess what? We got to stop being so worried about the organization and start thinking about the people, the people, For real. the people. Right. Yeah. Amen. You know, so true. It, it has to be about the people, you know, yeah. because um, like, protecting the organization over the people, I can you imagine how much that breaks the Lord's heart? Well, that's one of the comp, that's one of the big issues I found in, in the documentary. I was I, I, I've been recently watching it because I've had a couple of people say you should watch this documentary, not to huh. not to celebrate in the wrong of kind of Hillsong having such a tumble, but, but to actually learn, you know, Mm -hmm. to really learn. And, and as churches grow and become big ministries, it's very important to remember that it's not about the business. It's about the people. And when you take your eyes off of the sheep and you start tending to the field, you know, the beautiful fields that the sheep are walking in and that you're walking in, man, that's a, that's really problematic, but you guys know this and we got to acknowledge Latanya. Latanya's comment. Some leaders begin sermons with a comment. And I have been in churches where this is done that if anybody has an issue with their conduct or content to keep it to yourself, setting up people to feel like troublemakers. If they say something, I have been in those situations where I've had leaders stand on pulpits and say, look, I don't want your, your complaints and your comments. You're not, you may not like it. You know, this is how we do it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just think, and I and I've been in situations outside of church where leaders have basically mm-hmm. said things mm-hmm. like that, like in recruiting, in basketball, you know? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the university. I now have your kid. I will have told you anything to get your kid, and you're not allowed to comment now. They're mine. Um wow. right. oh yeah. No. You're a child. Oh, same here, Cynthia. Same right. here. Right. Oh, yeah. No, listen, this is an issue with leadership in general. Wow. It goes to what Salombra said about not many people really being yeah. qualified leaders. I have definitely, I mean, in church and out of church, you know, leader, a leader in a situation who basically comes at you like that is really not right. They're not in the right place. They need to get on their face and repent before the Lord. It is about the sheep. It is not about you, shepherd. It's about the sheep that you're shepherding. The only thing about you, shepherd, is that you make sure that you are sitting under the authority of proper leaders and shepherds and teachers over you so that you can continue to grow and you can continue to be sensitized to the fact that you need to be listening to your flock also. You know, and I'm not, I'm not saying that every leader has a chance to process every comment, but you begin to notice when the same one comment is being filtered through 10 different people. Yeah. Got a deal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much to unpack here. I mean, I have, there's so much, we we can, we can chat about this later and 
maybe yeah. for next week, but there's so yeah. much that comes with this. Yeah. Let's let's, and, and we can definitely pick up, pick up there next week. You guys, I know we're, we're at our, our limit for today, but man, we just, you know what? I wish you a happy, a happy Monday and a good week, you know? And, and I hope that the things that we're talking about will inspire you and encourage you to truly actively get involved in your local church. Um, but in a much deeper way, maybe than you've ever been involved before. Don't just go there, you know, to take notes about how good a job they're doing or not doing, or don't just, you know, go there to feel good, go there to help others feel good and go there to also help your shepherd be an even better shepherd and go with an open heart in doing that. And, um, it's important, you know, that, we move from loving Jesus to also loving Jesus and our churches. It's important. Mm. And, uh, oh, Salumbra, I love that comment. Can Girl Club just go on for two hours, please? Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Mm. I'll tell you, there's a lot of times we wish we we wish we could, but I'm trying to be honorable of everyone's time. And, um, you know, you guys, thank you, Vanessa. Thank you for joining us and, and welcome to Girl Club. And we love you guys. And I mean, Nova, why you want to just pray us out? Nova and Christina, yeah. let's pray us out this week. Oh, Nova. Pray us. Uh, Jesus, we are so in love with you. And Father, we adore you in every way. And Holy Spirit, as always, we just rely on you to be the comforter, to, to point us um, in the correct direction and And I think today we just sit in awe of who you are and that you called us out of darkness into your wonderful light. And you've put us in a position of gathering together, being the church, being together and with all of our issues and problems and failures. Yet um, the father sees us through the son and he sees you see us as pure and beautiful and wonderful and Um, which is honestly, I just sit back and I'm so grateful for that. And I think God, my prayer for us today is that we would just grow in deeper intimacy with you. And when we grow in that, you begin to move and shift and change. And, and Lord, if there is a courageous conversation that any of us has to have this week, that we would be willing, no matter the retribution, um, when it's hard, even if we don't get what we want out of the conversation that you would, you would give us the courage to speak truth in love and, um, and trust you and release the outcomes to you. And, um, thank you for being with us. It is your with us-ness that gets us through um, not only to just make it, but to thrive in our relationship with you. And God, I, I really believe I, I can speak on behalf of all those listening that we want to know your voice. We want to know the shepherd's voice. And so would you just teach us this week? Would you show us what that looks like, what that means? Show us how to tailor our time with you that is meaningful for you and us as individuals, that it becomes even more personal than it's ever been being with you. And uh, we are so grateful that you 
gave your life that we could have life and that you continue to give it. And you're so generous with us. You are so kind and good. And we, we sit from that place and that's where we want to go and live out the rest of our week, knowing that we are counted, that we are yours, that our, our worth is because you say we are worthy that you have created something that is, was worth your time. And you took time for each life and each person listening today um, and not listening. (laughs) And so we bless you, Jesus. And we, we thank you. And I think we just say, have your way in us and through us and everything we are belongs to you. In Jesus' name, uh, all God's girls and men out there, too, said amen. 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 Thank you, Nov. Love you. Yeah, love you, too. Thank you, guys, for watching. You've been a part of another girl club, and um, we wish you a blessed week. And we'll see you next Monday. Don't forget to click subscribe. And for all of you all over the world, Try to pull in a friend who really needs this. I, I can't help but really believe that there are so many others, male and female all around the world, that just could use some good, encouraging fellowship. So we love you guys. Peace out. Until next time. <laughs> you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com dot com.